If you want to be better tomorrow than you are today, you found the right podcast. We'll help you choose to be more positive, live more passionately, and be present in the moment. Welcome to the Passion by Choice podcast with your hosts, Dave and Denise. All right. Hey, everyone. This is Dave on your Passion by Choice podcast, episode number 20. Not here, as always, with Denise, like she always is, because Denise sounds like a sexy frog right now. She has been sick for uh, about four or five days. She didn't have a voice for a while, and now it's uh, it's interesting. So I'm going to be doing this by myself, and I'm super excited for this one. The title of today's episode is Athletes. Pay attention. Good to great is a choice. Yeah, the title probably could use a little bit of work, but that's okay. That's what we had rolling with. But here's the, the reason that we are going with this episode today. This last weekend, my son Kellen, who is a freshman in high school, had his last basketball game of his freshman year. And it was really interesting watching the game and bringing back some old memories and talking to him about it. And really what this episode is going to be about, it's going to be great for those student athletes. It's going to be great for adults who are still athletes. It's going to be great for the parents, but it's also going to be great for anyone who wants to hear about missed opportunities, regrets, and just hard work. So I'm going to lay a little bit of background just to let you know, I guess, where I'm coming from. And I'm going to get personal. And I'm going to tell you something that I've only told two people in my entire life, my son and my wife. When I was growing up, I played football, I ran track, all that. I grew up in Nevada. I was I was very good at football. I ran a 4.440. I was very fast. First team All-State two years in a row. My average yards per carry my senior year is 9.8 yards per carry. Um, and I was the Gatorade Athlete of the Year in all of Nevada my senior year. Ended up going on playing Dean one football. And I'm here today. I'm not in the pros. And it's always been something, and I never will admit this because I'm embarrassed about it, but it's something that I truly think I could have gone pro. But I was good. I wasn't great. And the difference was, I think, my mindset, how I worked, and how I viewed things. I think I had the skills to be great. I think I had the skills to go pro, but I didn't. And I look back and I regret some of what I did or didn't do. And that's what this podcast is going to be about. Because you see, talking to Kellen, my son Kellen, about his season, and we really talked about how you go from being good to being great. And it really came down to knowledge versus wisdom. You can learn things. You can study the game. You can study film. You can know everything there is to know about the game. But that is not going to impart wisdom on you. You only gather wisdom from actually being there and experiencing things. So it's tough as a parent when we're trying to tell a kid about something that they should do or shouldn't do, or you don't want to regret not practicing hard, et cetera, because they don't have a frame of reference. They don't have those years to be able to look back on and that wisdom to look back and go, man, you know what? I think, I think dad or mom's maybe right. So the thing is, I don't want a student athlete to be able to look back and wish they did more, wish they worked harder wish maybe they got more of a chance or just were, were better at what they were doing. They only have a finite number of games. So I want you to actually do an exercise for me. If, if you're an athlete listening to this podcast, let's just say for sake of arguments, we're on the same page that, that you are a brand new freshman in school and you're going to be playing whatever. You're going to be doing track meets and you have you know 10 track meets a year and you're a freshman. Well, that means that you're going to have 40 more track meets. I want you to write down the word track meet 40 times. Here's the thing. Every time you do one, you cross one off. 
You do the second one, you cross it off, you cross it off. And consider that you're going to be sick every now and then. You're going to have injuries that are going to prevent you from doing those track meets. The purpose of this exercise is to see that you have a finite number of meets, matches, or games, and you will never get those back. So how you perform is how you perform and how your memories are going to be created. You can't get your high school or college career back. It just doesn't work that way. Even though some of us wish maybe we could go back and play that last game, it simply doesn't happen. You need to understand there's only a certain number of games or matches you will ever play. And every time you do one, you have crossed it off the list and that match is gone forever. However you did on the field stays on the field and you cannot change it. Don't be disappointed with how you did. You should have gone 100% because you're done with it now. You can't go back. Here's the other thing. Don't blame your coach. Don't blame your uh, your your other athletes on your team, your teammates. You are in charge of you. And let's say you're playing basketball. And let's say that your coach isn't putting you in when you think they should, or or playing people that they you know that you don't think they should, or subbing when you don't think they should. Can you control that? Not at all. So stop. Stop whining. Stop complaining. Stop wasting your time over something you have no control of. You have a control of how hard you work. If you don't like your playing time, work harder. And the next practice you're in, show them that they can't be on the court or field without you. Show them that you deserve to be out there. And if it doesn't work next game, do it the next one. The point is, get your butt out there and work as hard as you can and don't blame other people. You can't control the coach or your teammates. You can control how hard you can work. And that comes from being in shape too. If you're out there and you're asking to be subbed out or something like that, you have a control of what kind of shape you're in. No one else puts you in the shape that you're in. If you don't want to be subbed out, if you want to stay in that game, then bust your ass and work hard before the season, during the season. But that is your your weakness in your game is needing to come out. And everyone gets tired. We understand that. Of course people do. But if you want to be in the game and you don't want to show that, man, I need a break every now and then, work your butt off before the game happens. That way you're going to be in shape and you don't need to come out. Other thing I think you need to do is you need to figure out what you are not good at. And this is something I see all the time with athletes is they work on what they are good at. Let's say that they're good at a, at a crossover step back and a shot. That's what they work on over and over and over and over and over. Maybe they're not good driving left-handed in basketball. You know what they should be working on driving left-handed. If you constantly pick out the things that you are not good at and work hard at them and focus on them and just bust your butt on the things you're not good at, guess what will happen? You will start to become good at the things that you are not good at. And as soon as you raise that thing to the level to where now you can look and say, you know what? I'm actually good driving left-handed. Work isn't done. Find something else. What else are you not good at? Now that is your focus. Don't let the practice go away on that driving left-handed. Keep practicing. But you need to consistently find what you are not good at and keep working on that aspect of your game. Consider that someone out there is always working. When you are on the couch, 
when you are out with friends, when you are at the movie, when you are on your game system, when you are sleeping, when you're taking a nap, when you're doing whatever, someone is working in the sport that you want to be great at. Someone is working. Someone is working harder than you. Someone is working longer than you. And someone is getting better than you. And it's your choice not to be working. Do not be a victim. If you choose to play a game, if you choose to take a nap, that's okay. And we need to do that kind of stuff now and then, right? You can't have 24-7 of a sport. But if you choose to do that and you get on the court or you get on the field and someone is better than you, you know what played a factor into that? Their work ethic. You can't control what kind of a natural athlete you are. You can't control what kind of a natural athlete the people are that you're going up against. But you can control how hard you work. You're not going to be perfect, and that's what you need to understand, especially these young athletes' minds. I mean, our minds don't fully develop until we're 27 to 28 years old. So these young minds are fixated on being perfect. You're not going to be perfect. But you know what you can do? You can improve every day. You can get a tiny bit better every single day. And when you compound getting better every day, after a year of practice, two years, three years of practice, you're going to be damn good. Other thing is be a good teammate. Encourage. If you're on the bench, encourage the people who are playing. Clap, stand up when they score, pump your team up. When they're coming off the court, give them a high five. I don't care what the scores or what mood you're in. You give them a high five. That is how you are a good teammate. And if you're on a team, that is your job also. Your job is not only to work hard and leave it all on the table. Your job is to be a good teammate. Now, parents, listen up. Here's the deal. Our job is to raise good kids, good adults that are going to contribute to a team, but sports are great to build work ethic. Please don't fall into the uh, the hole of living your life through your kids. Your kids aren't you. You can't get that last game back that you wish you would have worked harder because you're a kid. So be patient. Explain things. Try to find ways to motivate And understand that their brains may not fully comprehend this because, again, they don't have the wisdom that you do. You should be debriefing after every single game, not only talking about the bad, but talking about the good and focus on the things they did well. Every single game, bar none, you will be able to pick out a few things that they did well. Pick it out, encourage them, pump it up, encourage that they do that more, and get a game plan on what they can do better. All right, athletes. Remember, your success is in your hands. Practice can be a lonely thing, but champions are made when no one is looking. The late nights, the early mornings, the time that you'd rather be sleeping or playing a game or doing something else, those are the times that champions are made. And champions are lonely because no one else is doing it. But that is what will take you from being good to great. All right, end of episode quote. We actually have this in our gym here. It's my favorite quote out of any quote out there. Hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. All right, everyone, thank you for holding on uh, with just me. I'm sorry Denise wasn't here. I know she's much better to listen to. Uh, Make sure you subscribe, email us, uh, let us know if you have any interest in the coaching. And next episode, for episode 21, we're going to pick up where we should have been leaving off, which is why communication should be a top priority in all of your relationships. Thanks, everyone. Let's go.